0: And we're back and we are thrilled to welcome back our time traveler, our world traveler, um, Mm. Brian Murata um, from Thailand is joining us from the show or for the show. Sorry, I haven't had all the coffee yet, but um, (laughs) it's everywhere. I I know. I know, Brian, you just got back from a recent trip. We were moving this around a little bit. Tell us a little
1: bit. Sorry Maddie
0: you can we'll jump in as well.
2: No no no, Brad, go right into it. Let's hear about this. I've been waiting you. Hey, hey to hear th- thanks about again it.
1: for having me and thanks again for working with me on the time. Let me know if my my phone is overheating and uh if there's any issues there. Brad, I
2: can't, Bri, I can't uh-huh. feel your phone. I can't feel your phone from across the world, so I won't be able to tell you if your phone's overheating. But I'll well, I'll, I'll, I'll look for when some it smoke. It
1: overheats. I mean, that's my issue. That's my issue with the phone, so I put it in the fridge for a few uh, a few minutes and then it and then it runs better. That's what I do. I don't know if that's like the, the protocol or I not don't, i don't, don't know forget. if
0: that's i don't
1: know if that's the intended use but if it starts to overheat it works it works
2: turn your video off and it'll help you out a little bit look at this we're, we're troubleshooting it on the fly yeah. right out of the gate
1: okay but if you haven't tried the refrigerator technique i swear it works i swear. I don't think i'm going it, but, to but, need but, to put
2: my phone uh, in a refrigerator but thank you for sharing that with us
1: <laughs> so yeah yeah I, I appreciate you guys moving things around because yesterday i had a flight back to bangkok you know, flights mm. internally, domestic flights throughout Thailand are, are relatively cheap. So you can bounce all the way around, given that the country itself is not so big. Uh, don't quote me on this, but, you know, it's a few sections of, of let's say, New England that kind of uh, match yeah. uh, Thailand. So you fly from the north, Chiang Mai, way down to Hat Yai, down south. That's going to be r- roughly 30 bucks. You know, you can get it even cheaper, oh, wow. a little bit more. Mm. So between 20 and $50 you can fly uh and all throughout the country.
2: What would it cost you if instead you rode on top of a bus sleeping on rice bags?
1: Yeah, you could do that too. Uh there's there's a new train with the sleepers. So you get a sleeper train, that's about $30, same price. So you can fly or you can take a 12 hour train ride and it's the that, same price. But if you do do luxury... the local bus, that's probably about that's probably about four, four, uh 400 bucks. That's probably about $15, $10, $15 you can take a long night bus over as well unreal unreal yeah so i i just got back from the 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 jungles and uh yeah i i'll be interesting to say and i'm going to try to word this correctly because i just got a new gig working uh basically as a, a fixer is someone that sets up organizes and helps translates on different jobs and and this job specifically uh let's see is going to be let me let me just try to Hmm. Figure out my, out my video. See if that helps. Uh, this job specifically was for a documentary series uh, coming out of America. So there's a big company in America coming here. They need to connect with on the boots people on the boots people uh, boots on the in ground. The boots. However, that's in, you know <laughs> yeah. yeah put the boots on, on the your ground.
2: feet yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and we had boots on our feet. Yeah, there's a lot of scorpions. Of course, there's plenty of uh, king cobras down south. You have three meter long king cobras. So those no, are long things. No, and no, and I, I worked with those before uh up up just north of Bangkok and those would get me shaken. It, it, when I first saw a cobra come up about three, four feet off the ground, you know, when we're looking for it in this 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 guy's house and there's just stuff all over the place. So we're searching with flashlights trying to find it. And I'm thinking, well, well if we do find it, is it just gonna bite us? I'm not not a snake expert. <laughs> And, and when it, when we, someone found it in the corner, that thing pops up my knees, literally my legs, you just, they turn into like this weird mush. Right. Yeah. And you're just like, Oh no, it's like death life or death mode. And, you know, we ended up snatching it and holding on to it. But I, the thing is as big as my forearm, I remember know, you lower.
2: sending me that photo and I was frightened by just seeing yeah. the photo. That would have been enough for me.
1: So I realized, I thought too, I was like, you know what, when I was riding back with Vijo the, the, the owner of the, um, the, like, uh. Let's see, what do you call it? Like an organic center in the in the jungle that I was I was I was training at at the time. Yeah. I said, Well, if we got bit, we could have got the anti-venom right. He's like, Well, first of all, we're way too far from the nearest hotel because we're on the border of Myanmar and Thailand, right? Yeah. And he says, Second, you don't even know if they're stocked with the right anti-venom. And I was like, Oh no. So he's like, Yeah, if we got bit, we're 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 gone. You just had to ride it out. You have to sit there and know that game over that that changed things for me entirely and then we had to go back the week later to go get two more um uh cobras uh king cobras that is uh and it was just they're stuck under the bathroom so we spent a good three hours one team was smashing out the bathroom floor to try to get to them and then we're on the other side of like where the the the, the basically all the toilet the the, the wastewater is coming out. So we're standing in a huge pit of wastewater, waiting <sighs> to see if we can get any 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 sign of the the king cobra. Why though? Over. Why
2: are you well, doing because, this? because
1: so so this is what happens, right? You have a family that says, "Okay, we have a king cobra, and at this time there was actually a male and a female that nestled up underneath the the, the bathroom, right? Yep. And yep. Um, they didn't want to try to go in themselves and get it, and they were also very respectful of of the animal itself you know often of the case here that's why there's a lot of stray dogs in Thailand people Thai people you know believe in like reincarnation and respecting yeah. others and animals so they don't go and just shoot and kill everything right away you yeah. know uh, but often that has been the case with giant deadly snakes right and so there's still a few that say no we want to save it and they'll call a snake specialist who was my friend at the time Vijo. Great guy. If anyone wants to check out, definitely awesome shout out to Our Land Thailand. That's a, our organic center that does a lot of work with wild uh, uh, life, uh, specifically the wild elephants that still exist there. And they use their entire space as a natural corridor uh, to connect with the local river. So I was I was training mm. there as a guide at the time. Okay. And, and they, okay. they gave us a call and they said, hey, can you get these snakes? So he's like, hey, do you want to help me or do you just want to stay here in the jungle? I said, all right, I'll, I'll go help you. And that was, oh, a this was, trip.
2: wait, this was in the middle of your trip to the jungle that you were just
1: on. No, no, this, I, I'm sorry. I, I sidetracked talking about snakes. This is up in and maybe about two, oh, two, two and a half hours north okay. of Bangkok on okay. the okay. Myanmar border. But yes, what, I, what I'm getting at is that like, yeah, the snakes here are, are amazing. They're beautiful. But when you look at how many people actually die every year from uh, venomous snakes, it's not that many because a lot of them are dry bites. Um they just give you a bite that they don't release the venom and then that's like you just back off, you know what I mean? But Oh, they have uh, the
2: ability to give you a warning bite.
1: They do. They do. But not very often with large snakes like this. They'll usually go in if they're cornered with like five people yeah. in the same room. And this yeah. thing gets up on its on its neck and it's like, wow, nope. it's like this is real deal. And nope, you can't you can't just run. You got to hang there, stay still. You've got to just you you know you're in a moment like you've got to be smart or like literally death is like uh, two meters are away the, you know? are any
2: of the monkeys designed to help you uh control the snake population what are the monkeys doing
1: and the, the monkeys there's a lot of monkeys out here and actually i uh, not too long ago i was on an island helping a friend with a, a shoot right and there's a really did i get to talk about uh the monkey chief loop
2: no but you told me about it we didn't get a chance to talk about it last time you were here it was like right after
1: but yeah, that's so there's a, good a really story. cool story there's a really cool story on one of the islands right uh, where one of these these monkeys got uh, like uh, lost or uh, fell from the, the main tribe and he got caught up with a pack of goats. And so they nicknamed him loot right. Loot means to fall out of or to lose from something. you know And so his nickname was loot because he, he was lost from his pack or fell out from his pack. Yeah. So he became really close to these, um, uh, these pack of goats and he became essentially a goat chief. And they all respect him and look up to him. And he sits there in his in the goat pen, and they all just look at him like like it's like this weird cult or something, right? You get there it's and the you best. just see this goat chief running the show. If you go and try to like do any damage or or, or um, agitate the goats, he will get
2: he runs the goats. He, He's yeah, the he, goat. He, he the will goats. get hot.
1: Hot tempered for sure. Yeah, so I can't. Uh, I can't
2: get enough uh, monkey footage. You send it to me. I'm watching it
1: guaranteed. <laughs> so when, when the goats go out grazing, he will take them. He's the he's the goat herder. He'll ride one of the monkeys. I mean, I'm sorry. The monkeys riding one of the goats out as they go. You know, grazing and keep outrageous. them all in line. And he'll get them to go. And he eats, he eats leaves. He's lost a lot of weight. They told me in the last year because he's leaving a lot of leaves. He's not using eating his normal diet. they yeah, went vegan. So they're a little bit worried for him yeah he went, he went straight you know um he went straight goat diet you know what i mean but they respect <laughs> him and there's a really interesting story one time the goats were crossing the street one goat got hit by hit by a car right and so w- the other goat ran back to the goat chief loot and was like hey you know they have their own language i guess i don't know how they communicate well and they're like hey you know uh so-and-so goat got hit come on down so monkey jumps on the goat rides down to the to the road and the the goat owners are there attending to the goat that's been hit and you know what the monkey loot right uh, chief loot thought right away that the owner had attacked the the goat and he Uh-oh. went crazy and he bit the, the goat owner until they could fight him off because he was so upset having lost one of his best friends because that goat he rode the most that was they were close together. So seeing I, this type of relationship that you don't see everywhere was fascinating. I this feel is like this suit. is
2: this is the point where I have to re-remind uh, the tens of listeners that we have that all of this is real. All of it happens. All of it is none of it is fat. Like you don't have the ability to embellish. You literally have this ability only to see what's happening around you. Take it in and say, oh, that's different. So quick disclaimer, like these are all very real things that are happening.
0: It's well, wild. Hey, I, I did not, you know, wake up this morning expecting, um, you know, monkeys riding goats and and you know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> if, if you, um, I'm thrilled that I that I did get the opportunity or that I am getting that opportunity, <laughs> and, and I think we just got started too.
1: So. <laughs> honestly, if anyone's listening here wants to go see the the goat chief loot, I- I'll happily point them out and show them around, you know, it's down South, but cool vibes there. We were on a shoot for, uh, um, a hotel chain that my buddy was doing. He needed yep. some help, uh, you know, kind of checking out the, the local villages and scenes there, but we were actually on a rubber plantation going over that process, which is really fascinating in and of itself. But, uh, we kind of stumbled upon the, the goat chief there. The, go- the monkeys are interesting and you, you definitely want to stay from away from them. You, they look kind, but, in some okay, islands, yeah. they'll harass the entire you know, uh, hotel uh, staff and people staying there. So do not feed the monkeys when you come to Thailand. Yeah. It's a bad idea. It looks yeah, funny. S- and then I tried that once in my early days, and then they show their fangs, and you throw the entire bag of food to them. Yeah, and they're, you small, back up. Bad idea. they're
2: small, hairy little people. They're not they're, – yeah. they got it figured out. Yeah, and you yeah. – so, how much about this uh recent trip can you tell us? And what so, yeah,
1: was the most I think out of I all the things was, you saw, what was the most insane? I think this this trip, well, yeah, that's a hard one because we tapped into let me let me summarize it this way: a very mystical group. I don't want to use the word um like uh, uh, f- fanatic, because they they are true believers of a very unique spiritualism. See, in Thailand, of course, they're Buddhist, And down yeah. south, a lot of them are Muslim. And there's yeah. a mix between the Buddhist and Muslim in some specific areas. But nonetheless, you have this connection with animalism. So all throughout Thailand and through Thai culture, you'll see traits of this animalism that's been passed down. So you'll see these special things set up in the jungle as we pass. Uh, there was actually one huge stone that was supposed to shape. It was shaped in a way of a woman with large breasts. And this spirit entity that lived there would kind of check and be careful of that area high up in the cliffs. And there's this throughout Thailand, you find different levels of this. And so we uh, were working with a group that were closely related to the tribe or family, if you will, uh, that were the uh, the the how do you describe it? Like the soul uh connectors to the spirits living in certain parts of this 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 jungle okay the condo and the cliffs yeah exactly they're 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 connected to the actual entity that was was reincarnated into bees that live in these certain areas so i can't go into detail where we were who we were with and and how it worked because Uh, there's a lot there that's, that's with the Thai national. We can't have you getting,
2: uh, we can't have you getting assassinated. We need you to continue to join the show. So let's not share. too much. It
1: it is, it is interesting thing. I will be back there next week. I was hanging off cliffs that I didn't plan on being, you know, uh, hanging on because we had to go up and over valleys. It was a good three-hour trek deep in the – and you got to – when you go into the jungles here, you need to line up from head to toe because there's so many bloodsuckers that after 15 minutes, they're already on top of you. And if they get a good position, they make a numbing – they have a numbing chemical so you don't feel the bite. So you don't find them until a few hours later until you look to your pants and you just see blood pouring down like, you know, your pants are just blood red. This, and this is like
2: – right. this is like we always talk – up. you and I always talk about um... – you know how there's like all these shows on TV, like Survivor and like, you know, all these shows geared towards like trying to be like a Navy SEAL. Why right. don't they just send people to the jungles of Thailand? And if you get if you make it back, you're good. Like th- it's everything around you is designed to kill you.
1: Yeah, uh, th- it, you're right. It is. You, you need to whatever environment you're planning to go into, be sure that you connect with the people that live in that environment because yeah, you they do live, that well. breathe and understand this. They not only, yeah. really, you know, as, as an avid runner myself, they were keeping a good pace for three hours. We're going under and over and around up and over these cliffs. There was one point we came up with this rock formation. It was like a four-way intersection. And they called it that. So right. This four rock, uh, four-way rock intersection. And the, and the caves were phenomenal. You have anteaters, eaters, you have sun bears, you have bears that weigh 300 kilos over there. Jeez. And you have some insane wildlife. You even have some wild goats up there. I didn't see any of that. What we saw a lot of were, were bats, and we hung out during the day because we were focusing in, on on bees and the honey and everything like that. I've never had honey like this ever in my life. The guy I was with what was different
2: about it. Ever. What was the, what it was, was different? Because I know you're a big honey guy. You always have been. I'm, what was I'm a the big most honey different? guy, and this
1: blew my. mind. It was like you're eating like pure, like pure flower juice. Like yeah. the, the flower juice is yeah. You're, you're you're it's like you're tapped right in the nectar, and you know what? You pretty much are because in certain sections, there's a big chunk of it that's straight up like a melted orange Crayola uh, crayon, right? It's like, looks like a gooey orange, orange, like super orange waxy yeah. thing. And when you bite into that, it's this floral sensation that just goes through the roof. You know yeah. what I mean? It's something else. You eat all the larvae. So there's, there's bees flying everywhere and you're eating the the, the larvae and some of the the bees that are kind of young and they're kind of Yeah. You know, walking slowly, you eat all this is protein and it goes well with the the wax and the honey. Uh, so super nutritious and and it's just right, right there. So I'm actually, I'm actually, I got a few bottles, you know what I mean? I'm going to try to bring it back so you guys can try some of this stuff because it's insane. It's out of this. Save save a little for, for Harry. Yeah. Actually, if I turn on my camera here, I can show you some of the other things that I picked up down there. This is, uh, this is the cacao fruit right here. So yep. chocolate, good old chocolate comes from this, the fruit, of course, uh, started in, I believe, Ecuador, but more commonly found in, I think, Mexico, Central America, but originally in Ecuador, from my best understanding, and, and spread all over the world. the 1970s, 80s, Thailand started growing a lot of these. So you open it up and you get the seeds right in here, right? Yep. And the seeds have a nice smell.
0: Live, right into it. That's incredible.
1: They have Just a really a nice- bite sweet smell right they're gooey they're sour they're like a sour patch kid
2: how are those processed are you- though how is that processed to make I'll tell all- you. yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's just housing so he's right down to the pit unbelievable now inside
1: inside is like almost purplish and yeah. you can't consume this so it has like a certain type of acid that will cause stomach indigestion so you take all these seeds yeah. You ferment for a period of time, one week, month, everyone has their own system. And uh, after you ferment it, they're going to turn really like kind of brown and yucky. It's pretty nasty. And they have a really s- crazy smell. I've made yeah. a lot of chocolate. I'm planning to do a big batch this time around. Oh, sure. I know about your chocolate. Obsession. You know me. I love, I love chocolate. I and when you can make your own chocolate. I mean, that's awesome. Honestly,
2: there's <laughs> nothing better than that. I'll give that to you. That's, yeah. that's <laughs> warranted.
1: Yeah. So you ferment it after that, you put it in the sun for two weeks, dry it. All the, like the shells will kind of flake off. And yeah. then it's a simple process. Well, I say simple. I mean, all you have to do is ground it, but you need a good, you know, either rock grounder or a uh, heavy yeah. machinery to grind it into a fine, fine paste. And then it's going to start with a little bit of water, start getting like gooey. And you're going to basically make your chocolate, depending on how sweet you want it is how much sugar you add. And there you go. You put it in a mold, put it in the fridge. You've got your chocolate bar.
2: What do you think? Uh you're talking about that. It's gotten me thinking about some different journeys we've had. How many uh kitchen appliances meant for grinding or blending do you think you've broken in your life?
1: <laughs> yeah, with all the cava with all the we've crushed over the over the years, yeah, we've gone through a <laughs> <our> fair <laughs> share of blenders. I remember picking up a blender at Kmart and right away they asked, Do you want the uh what is it? Like the warranty. The warranty. <laughs> you're and the only they, person yes. to buy it. Yes. Like there's like three fifty for the warranty. We're like, yes, and we were, were buying with a, a bag of stockings to yeah. mix the boot. So yeah. we're buying a, a, a blender and a pair of stockings, three guys. And I remember her looking at us like. I remember you tried to return so that, one,
2: that, that one we bought in Harvard Square. You tried to return it and they looked at you like they couldn't believe that you were back. It was the most yeah, astonishing yeah, that meat thing.
1: Grinder. Meat grinder yeah. works good on fresh gava. Yeah, it know? did. work good yeah. for us that time. Yeah, <laughs> I've got the hey, is, <laughs> I got the camera on. I'll just bust these out here. These are fun goodies from the South. Now from the South, what's known as Sata right here. Sata, also known as Stinky Bean. These stinky yep. beans right here hang high up in the tree. They're super high in potassium and other vitamins. So if I take one out right here, there we go. You bust it open, and inside you're gonna little have pod. a green a green bean here. Yeah. And inside this case, you're gonna have another uh, shell. You take that off. Yeah. Let me set this up. It'll take a little bit. Do they taste as bad as they smell? They taste just like you had like a gulp of chlorine pool. Oh, it good. Perfect. Just like- yeah.
2: <laughs> I try to get a gulp of chlorine pool once a day. You know, it's good for the system. It helps with the digestion. It's obviously great for your track.
1: Right. But I'll tell so- you what, 45 minutes before a run and you, you're, you feel boosted. You're ready to roll. It's better than like any Gatorade or whatnot. You know
2: what, though? You know what, though? If you've taught me anything, it's that things that taste really bad tend to be the best for you because that's like the mechanism designed to stop you from overdoing it.
1: That's exactly right, and they have a saying here: uh, And that saying here in Thailand in Thai means you know things that are sweet will often cause you to be lightheaded and dizzy, but things that are bitter those are the medicines.
2: You know what I? You know what I learned recently, Brian? I can't believe I didn't know this previously. Um, brown rice is actually worse for you than white rice. Really, because of, because of the husk, and that's why people in Asia have been all they eat is white rice because the husk that exists on top of the, uh, of the rice is really bad for you.
1: Okay. Yeah. there, People here focus mainly on white rice. There's uh, many different types of colored rices. It's insane. If you yeah. go to the rice market, a really unique red rice from down South called cow. Um, awesome it is a it is a brown rice but the husk is removed but the rice it sh- itself He's is brown. actually quite well, red, well look at the life
2: expectancy know? of people that live in those areas they live well over yeah. 100 so you, know, you know if you
1: look at Laos Laos right uh, Lao rather there's yep. over 1000 different species of rice that's nuts more than any other country in the world
2: that's nuts i love that yeah so what are so, you got um what else did you get you got something else besides the stinky beans
1: yeah so i got the stinky beans and then i got here this is called looks like a nice little um bell pepper. it. yeah. Yeah, but this oh the peppers in the jungle are, are insane. Oh too. Yeah. this is called uh rose apple, okay? Yep. Uh and this particular type is hard to find in Bangkok. You can only I've only seen it down south. This one is, and, is a very small version of it. Usually hold on, they're than and they're Brad,
2: red. Uh pronounce it for us. Uh, Gibby and so, I are going to give it a shot. Gibby, re- Gibby, yes, really good. I'm with, uh, ready. I've been. I'm not
1: asking
0: questions. I'm just sitting on the edge of my chair. Like, what adventure is <laughs> going to come next? Where do you get these? <laughs> Tell me more about hanging on the cliff. This, the, what do the bees look like? <laughs> the,
1: these, these are called chompu. Chompoo. Chompoo. Chompu. You got to hire chompu.
0: Because chumpu. if you just say
1: chompu, if you say chumpu, that means the color pink. So Not you have enough. shampoo, which means pink, and this means shampoo, 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 shampoo. and chompo. So you have high, straight. Took the crap. the crap. That means exactly correct. Yeah, from that TV show that we used to watch way back in the day. You um, let me let me crack this one open here for you so you just see what it's like.
0: Oh, it's crunchy. It's like a beet. It looks like a strawberry inside, but
2: what's that? Yeah. Like a like, like an apple. It's a
1: nice, white fluffy you know it tastes What's, like the christmas tree to me
2: okay another thing that i love to consume as much as i possibly can so you're basically it, a goat now you're a goat you eat like a goat
1: <laughs> it really does have the green ones always i used to buy them during christmas here because they yeah. would remind me of christmas as i ate them they tasted yeah. very much like there must be some type of alkaloid in it that's similar to the the Pine. fern you know says. yeah well, people, and so forth.
2: people people
1: take pine needles and make them into tea so it's not bad oh yeah Add vitamin c you know yeah what what, what what i can tell you is down south in those jungles though you can live there forever if you know what to eat yeah the people were with they said you could stay there for a whole year they can stay there easily and they often do for three months at a, at a, at a shot why because yeah. they can go and find their wild boar they can pick all the mushroom all the berries they need all this magical fruit it's just uh, it's just you tap into it. And this, what's unfortunate is there's so much of this knowledge that has been lost and that will be lost. Cause I'm talking yep. with a group of people, right. That are, if they don't write in books, if they don't pick it up, pass it down to their family members that have a deep vested interest. Like for example, in the group, I had one kid and, and no disrespect, like, you know, people are growing up in this world and, and he kept asking me and he was interested, totally uh, immersed in the, uh, nineteen seventies, nineteen eighties, uh, t shirt culture. There's a huge <laughs> fan base here. So they wanted a like A C D C shirt. Um yeah, that, uh, early
2: early nineties Broncos uh Super Bowl yeah, shirt Harley that Davidson. never got printed
1: yeah Harley Davidson like these things go for big Johnson. Of dollars. Do you know when you get that little fluff after you wash shirts for so long those and you get that little fluff on the, the on pills, the shirt right? The pills, yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's what they're looking for. If you have that on a shirt, you can oh, get wow. well over three hundred dollars. Well,
2: what does it have to be? One of those brands? What are the other brands? We should start collecting some of these, Gibby. We it can just, make some money. It just
1: needs to be from the 80, 70s to the nineties, and you're you're in good luck if it has a it's like a, a logo, not a logo, but like a picture shown on, like Nirvana, this and that. Like what screen Led print? Zeppelin. Any screen print from that time, you are golden. You fly to Thailand with five of those shirts in your bag. I'll set you up, and you got a free vacation. So Gibby, we got to collect
2: some of these shirts, yeah, I, get them I, to Harris, I, and then I've Harris will take them. I've got a couple hanging them.
0: around. Yeah.
2: Brian, we're going Bri, to investigate hey, this. I might send honestly, Harris out it there with might do this live t-shirts. next
0: time. Bro.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, you you guys and anyone listening, hit me up. Drop well, my email and I'll make a good deal for you.
2: Well, Brian, I remember you telling me this before, but it was jeans. It was like le- specifically Levi's jeans, right?
1: Yeah, at the time it was jeans. And I remember flying back. I went to Marshall's. I loaded up yes, like this was five great. different pairs of jeans and I was golden. I was <laughs> Bri- like i was they're like, like they what
2: are you all- planning to do for money Brian's like i've got jeans that was as far as his plan went. i remember i remember he stayed with me because brad whenever brad comes home his first stop in or his usually his last stop before he leaves is me because i'm closest to the city before he gets on the flight right and i always get a little look at like what the plan is for the immediate like couple of weeks when he gets back and this time i asked him and he literally was like i've got jeans and that was the end of the conversation he was good he, <laughs> said he didn't need anything else
1: <laughs> I had 50 bucks going back to Thailand and I had about 10 pairs of jeans (laughs) and I was good. You know, I was good. I was like a rock star showing up back at university, opening up a suitcase. You did better than when you tried to sell Jade, at least. Oh man. Should I tell that story?
2: (laughs) That's that's the story that people want. Yeah, that's a good one.
1: (laughs) Well, tell me about this. Give it to Give give
2: him the shorthand version of
1: it real quick. Give it to Gibby. there's probably some illegal connect down the line, but I, I didn't deal with that specifically. So, yeah, no. you know, a lot of my classmates were from Myanmar, which are, by the way, you need to look into some of the recent documentaries there. Uh, I have a lot of friends over there, and that that's 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 internal warfare, civil war, like straight up right now, and yeah. has been for a while in in Myanmar. So, get a lot of reports there, and of course, there's huge mines there with with jade and whatnot. And and one of my friends at the time he was a big jade guy so i had a lot of nike shoes when i was running for them and so we did a trade i trade him i was like hey i'll give you these 10 pairs of nike what do you got for jade and he gave me a bag of jade little little ones right and i was like all right i guess this is the deal you know what am i gonna do with all these nikes i really couldn't move them so fast anyhow or use them so i made a deal and i flew back to new york and i remember i had like it was it was either it was about it was it was under ten dollars but i i remember I, i you know Got down to the bottom of the line, you know, university didn't have much on me. Flew to New York. I had to go see Ben, Ben Roberts, right? I was like, how do I go see him? And I had no phone or anything at the time, but I was like, I got all this jade. So I went to like the the main train station where I got off and I was in the front of the train station and I had a little like tissue paper and I put the jade in the tissue paper and people walking by and I tried to like kind of go with like couples that might want to buy like a nice jade piece for the girlfriend or something and i was like excuse me sir they're like yeah i was like would you be interested in some fine burmese jade i think that's what i said at the time you know yeah. <laughs> and like what jade i was like yeah this is fine green jade if you like look and i took my you know my tissue out and opened it up and they're like nah now nah, i'm good and walked away i was there hustling for an hour and a half You know, I remember, even a taxi guy i was I like hey this. he's like hey where are you going i was like i'm going here I can give you some Jade. He's like, what Jade? I was like, Jade, I'll pay you in Jade. He's like, I don't want Jade. And he just peeled out. You know, so I wasn't doing good.
2: I remember you. I remember this story. I remember Ben telling me the story while you watched him tell it. And that's one of my favorite things in the world is when somebody experiences one of these moments with you and they get to tell the story while you're anxiously looking to butt in and like clear up parts of it. Hearing Ben <laughs> tell me this story was a joy. It was a true joy. It was I one my favorite sure,
0: Like if we we're talking about like the Jade plant, <laughs> or the, oh no no dual. the mineral
2: the mineral <laughs> yeah the, the ore
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, no that's incredible so uh, tell me a little bit um you've you've had a recent trip it sounded
1: like the
0: jungles of lao as well uh, no
1: yes that was that was before yeah recently i was just okay. in thailand southern thailand jungles there and and then just kind of learning about people living off the land which is absolutely fascinating and i hope that 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 information is carried on and is saved <laughs> in some way and i hope that participate more with these groups and try to document to some degree that so that can be passed on.
2: I like that. I like that. And you're, um, so what's now? what are you doing right now? So you're back. What's the next thing on the agenda for you here over the next like week or two?
1: Uh, well, there's a lot of research for the new job. So I have to say, like, I'm, I'm really like pumped because this new job has literally started two weeks ago. And yep. I'm gonna to try to phase into it off of my, my other gigs because I'm coaching and I'm teaching right now. So if I can yep. phase out of that and move on to this full time, I'm gonna be golden. It's gonna be a this, le- an adventure left, right, and center. Every way which which way I step, it's gonna be something new.
2: This is not the documentary, this is something different.
1: This is related to the 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 company okay. I'm working for that needs people like me on the ground doing this research ahead of time, yep. during and stuff like that's that. Really so that's that's what I'm It's something I've been fascinated by, you know, watching documentaries and stuff over the years and now kind of being on the other side of it and just kind of venturing in. It's great to be able to take this like this, these years of experience that I didn't ever think I was building towards something specific like this. But subconsciously, it was almost as though I was doing just that, just being me, just talking to everybody, finding new things. I mean, I was finding down south, there's this really cool leaf, right, that they told me way before marijuana they would use this and roll it up with some, you know, fine tobacco and smoke this because it gets you kind of high. So yeah. they were giving me rolls of this stuff. And I was smoking it. And I was like, Whoa, I do feel different. You don't you don't feel it for long. But it's a really unique feeling. And it's just a, a plant that grows there. That's not illegal, not documented nothing. It's just what the old grandpas used to smoke and none of the young kids want it now. You know, like I was saying that one kid that was part of this, great kid and but his interest was definitely in old t-shirts and i don't know is he gonna be able to still carry on the traditions about the plants and the berries and all the spirituality deep in the forest or is he gonna venture into you know a new world capitalism or surrounded by you know a unique respectable field of like um what's the word i'm looking for for old type of you know clothes there's a whole vintage market for that. vintage yeah the vintage world you know but like i said everyone likes something different and and it's hard really to to see how all the influences from the media and the the rest of the world deeply impact you know the the traditions and the beliefs uh, of the people today
0: so you've yeah. been you've been there for you know 15 20 years now um i think it was 17 last time we spoke yeah, yeah. Um, have you seen that change in terms of like the the media influence that you know impacts thailand or you know just culture in general has that
1: grown um over over the last over your time there certainly if i were to really take some time to like sit down and think and think about my interactions the way people interacted with one another especially more so in the city than any- anywhere else like sure. yeah hands down if i compare some of my like deep jungle trips right with with people and villagers compared to the years ago compared to this last trip a whole different a whole different vibe. Now there's more questions about like, you know, how, how, what does it take to buy like a gun in your country? And what kind of laws do you go through for that? And the t-shirts and like this, all these questions I never had from people living deep in the jungles, because even though we had no reception, of course, in the jungle, when they come right. into the city, everyone's got a phone, everyone's, you know, you pay $10 a month for uh, a full online uh, subscription, you know? So I, I pay about $10 a month and I'm, I'm on this, using it right now and and so it's cheap it's affordable thailand is relatively good in that area compared to other countries in southeast asia for connectivity um uh connection and having uh, why? what do you call it bars on your phone
2: why is you that know? you think
1: uh, i think there's a lot of see thailand and specifically bangkok is a hub for un uh, relations other non-profit organizations so you have a lot of like you know, brains Need. coming in and through <clears throat> Thailand and yeah. a lot of these pro- programs are being developed either or, or started starting here in Thailand. There's a, there's a, it's a safe haven for a lot of these companies to come here and invest in when it's relatively stable. So to speak, compared to, you know, uh, the countries of Laos, Cambodia, and let's yeah. say uh, Myanmar, which is, uh, there's no work to be done there at the moment. Yeah. There's, there's no way people are going to invest in Malaysia, uh, and Singapore, yeah, they they go in a different direction on a high end, but Thailand is is easy going and it's more affordable too. It's good. so it's got that crossover of being affordable, friendly, safe, and 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 stable to a certain yeah. degree. Yeah, you know I mean? traditionally
2: there's been less unrest there. I feel like there's been a couple things you've told me about over the past whatever decade plus, but it feel, it feels rare. Things generally work there, and everybody kind of respects the
1: king. Yeah, they're also used to it. You look at 17 plus coups in the last 25 years. So it's like, you know, it happens. Things aren't just smooth sailing in which country is, but it's how people would deal with it, you know, so to go after through one coup to the next coup. Uh, I say deal with it. I'm not saying that they're happy with it. Yes. Those Kus, these Kus are, are basically your people.
2: elections there. That's basically how you guys do elections. <laughs> you, you could
1: almost call it that. You could yeah. almost call it that. And so the the changes where, where I will not go any further than this because of sensitivity issues with me living here in Thailand, Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, people have grown, uh, have become much more open to speaking about the uh, democratic monarchy here than yeah. ever before. And I'll just say that much. I won't say what they've said, who says it but i've noticed a big difference in that i think that has a lot to do with the social uh, influence or the the uh, the ability to gain more informa- information than outside that has been previously more tightly controlled than ever before
2: you know and you were saying earlier too um give me back backroom green room side uh, the,
1: the,
0: this is the green room
1: right green room okay green
0: room.
2: Uh, when we were in the green room, Brad, you were telling us that and this was this was impactful, I thought, because Thailand is generally last to do anything that, you know, seems controversial. You said that marijuana is now legal there, which obviously it is in a lot of other countries now, you know, to some extent, right, on a federal level or on a local level, it differs. How did that come to be like what who who pushed for that? And how did that come? Because I know that before you told me. You know, anything that you've got could put you in grave danger of ending up in jail for a long, long time. So how did they get how did they bridge that gap? How did that come to be?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. It's strict, strict laws here in Southeast Asia. The strictest are in, in, in Singapore, of course, then Malaysia and then Thailand also is well known for that. Um, and so when you look at things like marijuana, it literally was like an overnight thing. Unlike in America where it's state by state, you know, it's a slow right. rollout. Yep. Um, I think there was a little bit of pressure with COVID, no tourism here. They were just yeah. shot, you know, down big time. So they needed to make some changes. And this was already in the works, right? And I think with COVID, it kind of had things move along a lot faster. Now, about uh, maybe less than a year before they legalized marijuana, they legalized this special plant known as kratom. In Thai, kratom. we call it kratom. Yeah. In English, they... they asterize it and they say it is kratom it's spelled k-r-a-t-o-m it's a plant it's, related to the coffee they family. sell it, it here they sell
2: it here in the effect. in the in the uh, kava bars you'll see it a lot yeah
1: in america and in the kava culture it's a very common thing right i respect the plant and the herb and it's very often used and down south i'll show you some pictures too of the plants and the trees and uh, we were chewing it off and on the whole trip because it really does work well as a coffee substitute it gets you going In large Mm -hmm. doses, it has a different effect. But that was legalized about a year beforehand. And so uh, after that, the ball got moving, right? That was banned for 70 years plus, that leaf. And marijuana around the same category, maybe less. And so they just rolled through. And all of a sudden, overnight, it was like nobody could even believe it. It was just legal, just like that. And now on Sukhumvit, the main road that runs through Bangkok, you turn left and right in any major period, you can count, no less then five in some areas, up to ten weed shops with all these funky names. It's just like that. All of a sudden, That's overnight, crazy. they said, "Okay, you can start applying for uh, v- uh, visas to s- or, or uh, permits to sell it and this and that." But all of a sudden, everyone had the, the, the greatest OG cushion, you name it. It's
2: it's it's nice that um you know nothing gets done in our country effectively. Like we have the most inefficient government that exists, and there's pros and cons to every government ours crawls and usually gets nothing done and if it does get anything done it's generally the wrong thing but that's wild that something that's taken us quite literally 10 years to sort out thailand just like flipped the switch and just went for it like your 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 government is like so agile even though it has its own issues too that it's like just something that's unheard of here it would never happen right
1: Right. because like a law here too a law here for, uh, for thailand is for the whole country You know what I mean? It's not for a specific group. It's not for a specific province. It's all throughout the country, you know? So they move a little bit faster. But one thing I really want to add here, because this is important. When I say it's completely illegal, you can go in legally, buy it, have it, keep it on you. But um, you cannot just go and smoke it anywhere. If you get caught smoking it on the street, they're going to nab you and say, this is not for, you know. Is it
2: more, um, can you get in more trouble for that or for pointing at a picture of the king with your foot?
1: Uh... I'd say the second is probably more dangerous. Wow. That's what I love about Thailand right there. Um, <laughs> all right, Bri. So let's next time we have
2: you. Um, ideally, it sounds like you've got a little journey coming. Harris is coming your way in a few months. Hopefully I know you're going to go chat with him in a little bit. Maybe we'll get you both on for a little preview of Harry's trip to, to Thailand. So we can figure out what you guys got planned and kind of talk through that. But we still have to I do Kava. That. We've got a bunch of stuff still on the docket. So, I mean, you're going to be obviously a regular guest. I don't know. If we're going to be able to go more than a couple months at a time without you. So,
0: I I can Yeah. No. <laughs> no. I think the first <laughs> right. like, ten minutes, I was
1: like, where Where are we going with this? Everywhere. And we don't need to go anywhere. We can everywhere. go everywhere. And electric. It's amazing. It, yeah. Well, hey, great guys. And hey, I'll put my video on here just so I see it real quick because uh, so I don't have to throw my my phone in the in the fridge after this. Yeah. But don't put your don't, phone in the fridge. Don't let me yeah. forget and I don't want to leave it here as a cliffhanger, but when we're talking about jungles, next time I want to hit it off with a short story from the jungles of deep Laos on the the Ho Chi Minh Trail, because that's an epic scene right there. And it's causing deep devastation and turmoil every day these days. And I'll talk about those bombs in Southern Laos because it really hit me hard and it affected me in numerous ways. And I'd like to really you know, yeah. spread that to a wider audience.
2: Yeah, let's do it. I've got a laundry list of topics. Like there's literally unlimited things we can talk about. So next time though, we'll start with that. We'll make sure you get a chance to tell that story because okay. I don't think a lot of deep, people know about
1: that. Deep Southern Laos, deep, deep Southern Laos jungles. We'll start there. Yeah. Okay, Brian, deal. we're hoping
0: to get um, the website up shortly here. Uh, mm-hmm. We'd love for you to contribute, share pictures um, yep. there and we'll share it out with our listeners. And and uh, yep possible. absolutely. Yeah, you're going to be a I, that would contributor. be contributor.
1: Awesome. Um, yep. Okay. <laughs> Cool. Hey, I got I got a big shell my buddy brought back from Sri Lanka. Yeah, do so us a nice show. A shell. And yeah. I'll take one for you guys after the shell.
2: Yep. Okay? Yep. Do a nice a nice high Y from Gibby there. That's
1: I great. gave him was, There mind. we go. That was Ooh, presidential. i royalty Ooh. on. <laughs> 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 you are the, I the king. I went way up. <laughs> this is you're, as high as you need to go. This is as high okay. as you yeah, need yeah, go. Yeah, to go. Yeah, I forgot there about it. There we that. go. That. Nice. Mike, that was Congrats, Congrats on being the king. There we go. I like it. Give hey, thanks again, up. guys, for having me. I appreciate it. And you let me know. Um, I'm down to jump on anytime.
2: All right, buddy. Good to see you. Thanks for coming on. Travel safe. Please don't get bit or killed by anything in the yeah. meantime. Be
1: careful with the cobras. Stay away yeah. from the snakes, Brian. Yeah, maybe yeah, do I less just had to that. deal with the small scorpions. Those are the ones that really hurt, but I got lucky. I didn't get bit.
2: Yeah. Unreal. All, <laughs> All right. right. Well, stay safe. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Brian, it's All right.
1: Peace. care, yeah. buddy. Ciao. Hey, hey, hey,